0: In this morning's Tech Byte, businesses and households in South Africa can now generate up to 100 megawatts of power, El Salvador becomes the first country to make a Bitcoin legal tender, and MultiChoice gained over 1 million new subscribers in 2021. Welcome to Stuff Magazine's Tech Byte. A quick wrap-up of all the local and international tech news you might have missed. In light of the recent cold, dark days, President Cyril Ramaphosa has announced that he has lifted the threshold of power-generating capacity for private citizens. We are today announcing a significant new step in further reforming our electricity sector towards achieving a stable and secure supply of energy, said Ramaphosa. The threshold for embedded generating electricity capacity has been lifted from a mere 1 megawatt to 100 megawatts. This applies to both households that are or plan to be reliant on their own power generation capacity. According to the president, this move is critical to responding to the energy crisis the country is currently facing. The amended regulations will exempt generation projects up to 100 megawatts from the NERSA licensing requirement, whether or not they are connected to the grid, said Ramaphosa. Generators will also be allowed to wheel electricity through the transmission grid, subject to wheeling charges and connection agreements with ESCOM and relevant municipalities. Normal licensing guidelines to feed additional electricity into the grid still stands, so households and businesses won't necessarily be able to help their community by feeding excess power to them. Either way, this enables South Africans more freedom to become self-sufficient. Well, it was bound to happen eventually. El Salvador has become the first country in the world to accept Bitcoin as legal tender. The new law was signed by the country's president, Nayib Bukele and accepted by its Congress, officially adopting the cryptocurrency as a method of payment. President Bukele said of the move in a tweet, it will bring financial inclusion, investment, tourism, innovation, and economic development for our country. The idea in part is to aid el salvadorians living abroad to send remittances back home while companies and even the government will have to accept the cryptocurrency as a form of payment it's also hoped that investors will take more notice of the country this move perhaps understandably has bitcoin's adherents thrilled the currency has had a tough time of late with harsher legislation on the horizon in china and the currency's value dropping dramatically in recent weeks the country is also investigating the possibility of Bitcoin mining powered by geothermal energy, which sounds like a boring sentence when you put it like that. Put another way, El Salvador's president has instructed the state-owned geothermal electricity company to find a way to use volcanoes to mine for Bitcoin, which is a little more eco-friendly than converting an old coal-fired power plant for natural gas and using that, we suppose. The American dollar, the current currency there, will remain in place, with the market setting the Bitcoin dollar exchange rate. El Salvador's changeover to accepting Bitcoin will take place in 90 days. We knew the local broadcaster was expecting better than expected earnings this year following an interim report recently published. Now, MultiChoice's financial earnings have been revealed, and it's clear that Africans haven't quite given up on channel flipping and reruns yet. According to the earnings report ended March 2021, Multi-Choice reports record high profits of over 10 billion rand. In addition to that, it gained over 1.3 million new subscribers in the 2021 financial year. Of those, just over 500,000 were South African. Total revenue for the period stands at 53.338 billion rand. This totals a 4% increase in revenue from 51.4 billion rand and an increase of 27% in operating profits to 10.46 billion rand. Headline earnings per share climbed from 1.28 cents to 4.96 cents for the year. A dividend of 5.65 cents per share was declared, Business Tech reports. The improved financial performance for the 2021 financial year was achieved despite continued macroeconomic and COVID-19 challenges across the African continent, the group said in a statement to investors, according to Tech Central. Resilient revenue growth, strong cost control, shifts in content costs and the impact of embracing new ways of working as a consequence of COVID-19 allowed the business to offset these challenges. It's interesting seeing an increase in subscriber numbers for DSTV considering more entrants into the TV and streaming market, respectively. Even more interesting, DSTV lost about 8% of its premium subscriber base while its cheaper packages were favoured. This was likely influenced by the global pandemic everyone was and still is facing. Thank you for listening to Stuff Magazine's TechBite. We'll be back again on Monday with all the local and international tech news you might have missed.